Welcome to season five, The Pod Writer. Today we have a wonderful guest from Austin, Texas, USA. Welcome to the show, ma'am. Hi, Haina, thank you for having me. And uh, if you could just introduce yourself to our listeners. Yes, thank you. My name is Krista Ziomara, and I host a weekly podcast called I'm Awake Now What? which centers around the cross-section of personal development, healing, and spirituality, and how all those three things are intertwined in our personal journey here on Earth. That's wonderful. And how did you come up with this name? Is it a unique (laughs) name? (laughs) I get asked this question a lot because people like the name of the podcast, but I felt I grew up in a very um, weird offshoot of fundamentalist Catholic religion, and I was very indoctrinated as a child and all the way up until my late adolescence. And I was very fearful of the world, and I only saw the view from the lens of how this Catholic religion was brought, how I was brought up in it. And when I left my family, and moved away and got married, I started having a lot of questions and I had kind of what I would describe as a great awakening. And I saw the world without my Catholic eyes. And I felt like I had been sleepwalking through life, very conditioned. And so when I came out of my great awakening, I felt like there was a question that needed to be answered. So I'm awake and now what? Now that I see the world clearly, now that I can touch other people with this more loving and tolerant space, what's next? So that's how the podcast got its name. <laughs> that's wonderful because it's like, you know, you walked away and then you realized that there is more in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your plan? So the... The plan was when I walked away, I didn't have a plan. (laughs) So that itself um, is a plan, actually. (laughs) That itself is a plan, yes. I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what I was doing, but what I knew in my heart and in my soul and in my spirit as a human being is that I wanted to remove this otherness that I felt about the world around me and really wanted to become curious and invested in unlearning everything I had been taught growing up and also heal um, things about my past that needed to be healed so that I could greet the world from just a more centered and loving space. I ended up finding, um, after I left Catholicism, I I fell into a beautiful yogic ashram called Yoshudra Ashram in Eastern Washington. And my Swami there was um, trained from a Swami Shivananda um, in Rishikesh. And that was my first experience with another ideology, another religion, another way of thinking and being, and also coming into focus with mindfulness and tolerance, acceptance, and all of these beautiful teachings that Hinduism and Buddhism have passed down through generations And that was life-changing for me. That really changed the way I presented in the world. And 
it was everything. And I, I'm glad I didn't have a plan because maybe if I had had a plan, I wouldn't have found what I found. So during this unlearning and finding your own self, healing in the process and experiencing the life-changing experiences that you had at that time when you actually did not have a plan, there must have been some dipping moments or what we say as low moments. Yes, we, we term that here in, in the US, the dark night of the soul. And I had a couple of those um, moments because my family rejected me when I left the, my religion of origin. And then I got divorced at the same time. And so those two things together left me incredibly isolated and alone. And I, for some reason, thought if I made this decision to walk away, my family and my friends would still support me, but they didn't. There was a very much a conditioned response and relationship there. So they only wanted to be in my life if I lived the way they lived and believed what they believed and thought the way they thought. And I uh, adamantly said, no, this is wrong because we're treating people wrongly or, you know, we're not loving humanity as the oneness that we are. And going through that experience of having a rejection later in life was really traumatizing and it really changed my relationship with my family and my religion and how I saw the world. And the way I navigated that first was just to get really sad. Like you and I talked about in our podcast interview is I got really sad and I got really down on myself. And eventually I came through and I found the strength and the resilience to get a therapist who could support me with that disconnection and that rejection that I was having in my family life, and then find a way to fill in the gaps where there were no more relationships. So finding hobbies and finding friends who understood me, that was really important to bring myself back into a healthy space. So all of these things were happening though, over the course of a lot of years. And then fast forward to where we are now, the last, last decade of my life has been on the other side of that journey and making sure that other people feel supported and held in their journey as well through my podcast and I have a book coming out and I do talks and things like this to help people heal from their religious wounding and trauma. And that's, that's where I'm at now. <laughs> that's really nice. It, listening to you, like I can feel that, um, that trauma part that you have just said because of mm -hmm. the rejection, especially from the loved ones. And, uh, you know, in our own, uh, when we are being raised, we depend on them. Mm -hmm. And when we have that rejection from those very people, which we say are people, that is mm -hmm. like um, very traumatizing in simple words. But yeah. the golden part was that it, bring up the resilience in you and to do something and to move ahead by not mm -hmm. giving up, finding ways that you can cope. And I can feel that you developing some hobby, talking with friends who can relate to what you are going through, that itself is a part of a coping skills. 
Yeah, thank you for reflecting that back to me. It was really important for me. And I think you hit on such a, a very important point is when we have our families, we there is this ingrained expectation that they will always be there for us because they're our family. But if we don't stay in alignment with the core values of our family, that rejection can happen. And that's something I didn't expect. <laughs> I just assumed my family would want to be there for me during this time. And we're, we're in a better place now. We've come to an understanding and they accept me where I am now, but it was very difficult for a long time. So I'm sure you're, that's what you're hearing as well. And I appreciate you um, having that kind resonance and reflection back to me. Rahina, I appreciate a, it. You're a brave lady. <laughs> with a beautiful voice i must say oh thank you thank you so much so what message would you like to give to people i think that the thing that i've learned in these last 15 years of my life is that everything can be useful and that our highest purpose here in life in my eyes is to become alchemists of everything the good, the bad, the indifferent, the boring, to find a way to, to create our own meaning with the things that happen to us, the things that don't happen for us, because we do that anyways as human beings. We're very keen on meaning making um, in the sense of trying to apply some reasons and create patterns. And we're going to do that anyways. So for me, the idea of becoming an alchemist is using everything in your life to elevate yourself to that next place and find a way to empower yourself no matter what happens because life life is suffering life is is traumatic there's a lot of things that can go wrong but we don't have to succumb to those things we can make them useful and more than anything like Hina's work the goal is when we get through those painful moments in our life we have to look around us and see who else needs help and who else can understand what we've been through because they're going through it as well and they need to hear it in our own voice and in our own alchemic way. So it's important for us to alchemize our experiences so that we help one another. We're all just here walking each other home, I believe, in the human experience. I would say that's, that's my tidbit of wisdom to give to the world um, uh, about how to navigate this life. I can say that that tidbit is very powerful. Thank you. It is, and it's really nice the way you have carried yourself along with those wise words and the message that you are striving to reach out to people. And I must say congratulations for your book. Will be thank um, you. It's uh, it'll be available when. Um, I am still negotiating with the publisher, so it's looking like April, somewhere between April and July of 2022, but um, I, it'll be on my website for sure for everyone to grab. Absolutely. And the book's name is? The book is called The Alchemy of Kindness, and the purpose of the book is to help people um, reprogram their negative dialogue so that they can really cultivate a deep sense of self-love and self-worth so that they can receive love and give love in our society as, as we are intended and how we are born here on the earth to do. 
So just be ready with a lot of, uh, let's say, copies ahead. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I will have a like pre-sale. <laughs> yeah, sure. And um, any funny moment that you have come across while you were experiencing the being a host or any memory? Oh my gosh, so many funny moments. Really? There, yeah. What I actually. <laughs> I actually have um, an episode just of bloopers. I don't know if you ever do. Do you know what a blooper is? It's like a, when something funny happens on the show. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if they call it something different um, in India, but when something doesn't go to plan, but it's really funny. But I have a whole episode of bloopers where my guests have said something incorrectly and it's hilarious and we can't stop laughing or I'm just thinking about it is going to make me giggle. But I think the funniest thing that happened to me um, in an interview with one of my guests is um, she was trying to to say that um, she was trying to explain. So <laughs> like thinking about it, I'm laughing so hard right now. But she was I trying to explain. You <laughs> know, she was trying to explain something, and she got caught up on in her words, and she started snort like snorting, kind of like <laughs> like a okay. pig, and she thought she thought that I was, I, I was snorting with her and it ended up being this really funny moment. And, and it's, it's in the blooper reels as the last one. It's, it's really, really funny. Um, but I think as a podcaster, um, I've done, I've done a couple of, um, podcast interviews, just giving people some tips and tricks about podcasting. And I think, you know, there's so much that you can prepare for, like you can have your, your questions organized, you can have your time set, you can have all of your recordings, but ultimately we're dealing with other humans and sometimes that creates some instability or some variables we're not used to but it's just good to go into the interview relaxed and being able to just be there with the person in that moment and stay really present and just see what unfolds naturally that's the best thing anybody can do with their podcasting that's interesting and of course education is there <laughs> Mark, besides that anything personal with you um, not right now. Like I said, I have just the book coming out and hopefully we'll be out in the spring or early summer. And I'm on season seven of my podcast. And so I'm always interested in talking to people who are doing this personal work. And I don't just talk to experts or spiritual gurus or anything like that. I talk to regular people too. So if someone has a story of their own personal experience of overcoming obstacles and hard things. I, I would love to talk to them. I, I'm just very curious about all of the things that make us as human beings the same and how we sort of navigate life in very different and interesting ways. I, I love, I love hearing people's stories and that's why I do this podcast. I think it's, it's so interesting. That's absolutely true. And it is indeed interesting even listening to you and if at all people would like to listen to you do share your own uh, social media handles and or a website yes of course so the podcast because it has a long name i abbreviated the social media handles so the social media handles are i a n w podcast meaning i'm awake now what podcast and that's the same for the website. The website is www.ianwpodcast.com. 
com, and you can go over there and I do some personal write-ups on there, like a blog. And then I also, you can book yourself as a guest through that website. You can also, I also have merchandise. If you want to buy merchandise, you can buy merchandise there as well. Um, so it's kind of a catch-all for everybody who's, who's listening to the podcast. Excellent. And this is a request to all the listeners. Do check her website and order the book firstly next year when she'll be just posting it over there and sharing with all of us. And buy the Merc and sorry, buy the Mercandise that is there. And um, be a guest for her if you have anything to share and as to how you have experienced your life. It's yeah, really nice to listen to you, Krista, because you yourself have gone through a lot. And that's how it's easy for you also to relate to the pain part, what others could go through, and therefore be there with everyone around who are going through it. Yeah, I think addressing my own pain has, has allowed me to build a greater depth of empathy for other people. And to me, that's invaluable because then we can really connect with each other if we can, it's really hard for people to be and sit with other people's pain, just regular people, like you're a therapist, so you're really good at that. You know how to do that, but as a regular person, a lot of times we just wanna talk about ourselves. And I think living with my own pain and alchemizing it has given me a greater depth of understanding and kindness and compassion towards other people and being really comfortable with being uncomfortable with people's stuff. That's been really invaluable to me as a human being. And I think we, we can all learn from that. We can learn from our pain, but more importantly, we can learn from the pain of other people. Absolutely. And it's very well framed and you have articulated it very well. Thank you for that. Anything you would like to share? No, just thank you so much for this opportunity. And thank you again. I said it in our interview for the work that you do is really valuable. And you're, you're just doing such beautiful, amazing things in the world. And I am grateful that our paths crossed and that we were able to connect in this way. I'm, I'm so grateful. Same here. I am really honored and grateful to know you and your story. Thank you for sharing your story because it takes a lot of effort to speak about one's personal pain. Mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, thank you. And uh, anything there for the podcasters before we wind up? Oh man, for the podcasters. So I have, I've done a few episodes on, on the, like the five main things I think podcasters can do today that will help their podcast grow and their podcast elevate. The first thing is to make sure that your um, podcast episodes are consistent, meaning they have a theme, um, the questions are ordered the same. As human beings, we really rely on consistency and routine, so we really love that. And the same thing goes for, the second thing would be in that same vein of consistency is release your podcast at the same time every week. Again, that, that generates in the human beings who are listening to you a routine and they want to come back to it and they know that you're going to be there with another episode. The third thing is try your best to have really good quality audio like Hina does today. We're having great audio and no issues. Um, people love to listen to a crisp, clear 
interview so that they can catch every word and be really invested in the, the conversation. The, the fourth thing I like to say is um, there's a statistic around podcasts that there's millions and millions of podcasts in the world, but the, the majority of podcasts do not make it past 50 episodes. So if you produce 50 podcast episodes, you've already elevated yourself against about 80% of podcasters. So stick with it, stay consistent, do that thing. And the last thing is to make sure that you have action items in your podcast to tell people where to subscribe, tell them actions for to go read your blog, tell them, make sure you remind them to leave a, a review or a five-star rating, give them something to do that engages them with your podcast. Those are like my five tips for podcasters to make their podcast really great and make sure that it grows all over the world. Thanks a lot. That was insightful because yes, to rate, it's like everyone is on social media and the first thing they go in for is the review part and the rating. Mm -hmm. And I have never done that because I've never ever asked for rating or the review part. I just kept on doing my part because being a therapist for me to bring out more solutions, the coping strategies, the coping skills, how people are going through and sharing from the guest's perspective. Mm -hmm. That was important, but your five points are very, very helpful. Yes. Thank you and for sharing them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And anyone listening should go leave you a review, do five stars and leave a review. I did, I did yesterday for your podcast because it's so good. And the best way you can help uh, Hina's podcast elevate as well is share those episodes with people that you love and definitely write a review. Thank you. This is our first guest in this season and such an amazing person, a dynamic lady, always looking forward and helping everyone around. This is Christia's, this is Krista Ziumaru. Ziumara, sorry for- Yep, you got it, you got it. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, um, you know, nice name, but a very new name. I've heard it for the first time. Do you know its meaning? So the meaning of, of Ziumara is a, a Hispanic name, meaning like South American, and it means strong entrepreneurial spirit, which is me to a T. <laughs> wow, that befits you. Yes, it fits me deeply. Thanks a lot for being there and taking out your valuable time for the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Hina. I really appreciate you having me on here. And I hope that the words that I gave will help your listening audience podcasting and also help them with their personal journey as well. I totally believe in it. Yes, your words are very valuable and I'm sure people will benefit from them. Take care and be safe. Yes, soon. you keep in touch, Hina. <laughs> Absolutely. Take okay, care. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. So this was Krista Ziomara. At the age of 28, she realized that she could not bear more. The suffering and the trauma that she had undergone led to her making this decision that she needs to drift away and move ahead in life so that she can remove the otherness, unlearn and heal in the process. The life-changing experience that she had later on 
and uh, gave her some introspection that uh, to be in that traumatic state is not the solution in life we need to accept and upgrade ourselves as and when we move ahead thus with time she started developing internally as well as in experience she created and she hosted her own podcast which was incepted in 2018 as an audio community for anyone who is in the pain and uh, looking on the path of awakening her podcast thus is named as i'm awake now what this itself speaks volumes as we listened to her explaining what she intends to do her mission to ensure and create space for others where they feel supported in their journey her motto to encourage others in becoming an alchemist to believe in one's own abilities and never to give up attitude no matter how close your loved ones embraced you so that was our first guest her experience is very valuable her journey of life and how she motivated herself at times with the help and support system of her friends is an eye opener for all of us that we will have our own ups and downs and tough moments but we need to believe in ourselves and therefore trust in ourselves with that note i end the episode hope you all loved it listening to krista and do contact her if at all you want to you know unlearn something and listen to her podcast it's worth listening and before i say goodbye do note the points that she has shared for the podcasters if you are interested in you know opening up your own podcast channel or go into the podcasting arena then it's like you should keep those points that she has shared from her own experience which is valuable so long take care and hope to see you with another guest their story and their journey of podcasting till then take care bye Thank you.